Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 731. I returned to where Vashet sat on the bench. I handed her the willow branch, and she pulled her sword over her shoulder and began to trim the smaller nubs of the remaining branches away. You said, only that which bends can teach, I said, so I thought this would be appropriate. It will serve for today's lesson, she said as she stripped the last of the bark away, leaving nothing but a slender white rod. She wiped her sword on her shirt, sheathed it, and came to her feet. Holding the willow branch in one hand, Vachette swung it back and forth, making a low whop-whop noise as it skimmed through the air. Now that she was closer to me, I noticed that while Vachette wore the familiar mercenary reds, unlike Tempe and many of the others, her clothes weren't held tight with leather straps. Her shirt and pants were bound snugly to her arms, legs, and chest by bands of blood-red silk instead. She met my eye. I'm going to hit you now, she said seriously. Stand still. Vachette began to walk around me in a slow circle, still swinging the willow rod. Whop, whop. She moved behind me, and not being able to see her was worse. Whop, whop. She swung the rod faster, and the noise changed. Vip, vip. I didn't flinch. She circled again, moved behind me, then hit me twice, once on each arm, just below the shoulder. Vip, vip. At first, it merely felt like she'd tapped me. Then pain blossomed across my arms, blazing like fire. Then before I could react, she struck me across the back so hard I felt the impact in my teeth. The only reason the rod didn't break is because it was a supple green willow. I didn't cry out, but only because she caught me between breaths. I gasped, though, sucking in air so quickly I choked and coughed. My back screamed with pain, as if it had been set afire. She came around to the front of me again, giving me that same serious look. Here is your lesson, she said matter-of-factly. I do not think well of you. You are a barbarian. You are not clever. You are not welcome. You do not belong here. You are a thief of our secrets. Your presence is an embarrassment and a complication this school does not need. Vachette contemplated the end of the willow rod, then turned her eyes back to me. We will meet here again, an hour after lunch. You will pick another stick, and I will try to teach you this lesson again. She gave me a pointed look. If the stick you bring me does not please me, I will choose my own. We will do the same after dinner, then the same the next day. This is the only lesson I have to teach you. When you learn it, you will leave Hert and never return. She looked at me, her face cool. Do you understand? That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. I don't like this page. It makes me sad. You're and about scared. to get sadder. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, I think your Foley work was excellent. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I agree. It was very natural. Hmm. Now, now, now do a lightsaber. Wow. This guy's incredible. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, <he's> shit. <laughs> Uh, years on the playground have honed my lightsaber fully to a fine, uh, a fine edge. I could cut through Durocrete with that sucker. Um, (laughs) I do appreciate most, I feel like a lot of authors don't like to use onomatopoeias in their prose, but I always enjoy them. Uh, maybe that's the comic book reader in me.
I guess you get away with it because it's meant to be spoken aloud. Like it is technically all like if you're imagining close telling this to chronicler. Yeah, exactly. Got it. I don't recall if there's any other onomatopoeias in the book. Listeners, if you know of any other uh, onomatopoeias, let us know. I feel like Rothfuss does use them from time to time. I mean, I th- I think it's also something that you shouldn't overuse in a in a prose story. Uh, but a little a little goes a long way. Uh, Foth really did play himself. You know, I mean, I don't think he could have reasonably known that she was going to beat him, but. What are you talking about? This is the classic move. This is the classic. Get me a switch. You go get me a stick and then I'm going to beat you with it. Well, yeah. Parents have been doing this for generations. Yes, but he hasn't done anything to deserve a beating. Well, he stole the ancient secrets of uh, an ancient um, martial culture. Right. And he was told that she was going to be his teacher. Yeah. And she's teaching him the punishment. Very reasonable. But of course, what he does is I was criticizing Quoth for not acting like he was in a story and we'll get to this. But what he does is very much the storybook response where he well, he's still trying to get on her good side. Right. He's trying to like anticipate what she wants. Right. So he's like, oh, she said this thing about only that which Ben's can teach. So I thought this would be appropriate. He's like he's like done everything but polish her up an apple and put it on her desk. That's a good point. And then it's only when he stops like trying to make gestures and actually kind of puts up that she does break, crack, whatever. So we'll get to that. But that's an interesting observation is that he's trying to like navigate it with charm and she's or like not necessarily charm, but like with social mores, like he's trying to be a good student and she's doesn't care about any of that. And so it's only when he comes and says, fine, you know, I'm not leaving I need to be here. And he, well, okay, I don't want to get too into it, but he also uh, puts up for Tempe. Yes. I don't want to comment on it until we get to that page, but I feel like it would be strange to, to try and figure out like the best way to, to solve such a situation. Well, like, here's the thing. In the like, if this happened to me, I wouldn't put up with it. I'd leave. Well, it, I think the it, only exactly. reason that I think <laughs> that the only reason that he doesn't is that I mean, a he's a stubborn ass, but b uh, like Tempe, he's worried that Tempe might be killed or exiled or something if he doesn't put up. So he's kind of stuck here. But well, also, he wants the answers about the Chandrian. That's probably a actually. I don't, I mean, we'll get there, but he doesn't, he certainly hasn't brought that up so far. And he does, as at, we, he does at the end of this chapter, it's, it's, it's textual. Okay. Well, he hasn't brought it up yet, so I can ignore it. Uh, and as we had discussed on previous chapters, his primary reason for coming here in the first place is to make sure that Tempe doesn't die. The secondary. Which is also textual. His primary reason his primary reason for coming here is to make sure that Tempe's going to be okay. His secondary no, it's to, reason. it's to find the Chandrian. I'm sorry, Jeremy. His primary reason is to find the Chandrian. Then how come he says that his that if it hadn't been for worrying about Tempe, he wouldn't have come? Which is also textual. Yeah, we what had this discussion because it was on one of the pages you weren't here for, but I assure you, it was in the book. Oh, yeah, how I... convenient! 
Well, okay, but just, you know, as as a fence sitter here, because I initially agreed with Nick's statement when you made that statement the first time, and then Jeremy and I did some pages, and I then walked back my statement because of what was in the book. It's at the oh, beginning well, of Jordana's chapter... Jordana's taking a side. It's okay, I believe you. If Jordana's taking a side, <laughs> it, it, must be, it must be real. The relevant uh, passages are the first two paragraphs of chapter 109, if you're interested. I'm uh, very interested. Thank you. I think it's also interesting that Vasha actually gives him quite a few outs on this page and the previous one. Um, and having read ahead and seeing the, the tactic she's taking, she's actually... She's waiting a really long time before she actually hits him. And she gives him quite a few opportunities to like run away. She does a lot of whoop whoops and vip vips before she actually does whip him. Yeah. Like this is a test. Yeah. And then she doesn't beat him bloody either. She hits him like in a way that's painful. And then on the next page, she hits him again on the face. So, you know, definitely not pleasant, but she isn't like cracking his skull in. She's giving him chances to leave basically no, she beats him well raising the stakes every time and i mean as my as i understand it i was never beaten with a switch as a child but my understanding is you pick a willow switch because it's gonna hurt like shit but it's not gonna do permanent damage yeah well exactly it's my understanding that theoretically if vashet killed him she probably would not face that many bad things but she chooses not to. Well, I think she chooses not to because killing someone who doesn't deserve it is wrong. It's not of the Lathani. I don't think that would be of the Lathani. Like if, you know, if she did like, also I think that would probably reflect badly on her as a teacher. Like if you're teaching someone among other things, martial arts and you like kill them, who else is going to want to learn from you? But also like if Quoth dies out here, who's going to know or care, right? Like, his friends at the university have no idea where he's gone or what happened to him. Yeah. I mean, that's Quoth's fault, though. You know, I think that she wouldn't kill him for a variety of reasons, and it would reflect badly on her, but she also, like, probably wouldn't go to jail. But I I also, like, I think that Nick and I are aligned here, and that, like, that's not her aim. Her aim is to see how stubborn he is, how committed he is, and whether he can be frightened off or or persuaded off whether his pride will get the better of him or whether he has the grit to put up with this kind of abuse you know whether how how committed is he to seeing this through i see very well do we ever learn why it's important that she is bound up with silks rather than leather straps I take it to mean it's a it's a ranking that within the, um, within the um, the those who wear the reds, she is of a higher rank. I assume that it's similar to the white in that like silk is a is an easy to cut material like you don't need a lot of pressure to cut silk, whereas you do need quite a bit of pressure to cut leather. So. Mm ostensibly if you can't get close to Vashet with the weapon you can't cut her silk straps so they it's fine that they're silk that's a good point they're also like silk is more costly than leather that too so the fact that she can afford silk or that she is afforded silk might also be like a status marker i mean we assume 
They could have a bunch of silk moths living in those mountains. You don't know. I mean, even still, China was full of silkworms and silk was still not cheap in China. Yeah, okay, fine, fine, reasonable. <laughs> Maybe it's it, a magic thing and they get silk a different way. <laughs> I mean, but of course, the reason that silk is valuable is not because it comes from moths, but because to turn the, the silk from the moths into an article of clothing is very labor intensive. Reasonable. I mean, it's also imported here. So, well, yeah, like the part of the reason why it's expensive, here. not in places where they have silk moths is because it's delicate and you have to import it. But there's also the, like, that's a magnifier of the labor cost of like making something with silk. Indeed. Is there anything else we want to talk about on this page? I'm good. I'm good. I tuned out, and I think I heard you guys talking about moss or something, so I don't know how you got there, but uh, congratulations. That was we, quite a poll. We were talking Thank about you. the moss on the walls of your cellar, where uh, you want to show Jordana your fine collection of chocolate milks. No, we are not. That's right, Jordana. Not, uh, the, it, this no. invitation is still open. <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole cask just waiting for you, Jordana. There's only one kind of chocolate milk I would enter a suspicious cellar for, and if you don't know what it is then you don't deserve my company in your creepy cellar. <laughs> Listeners, learn the secret of Jordana's preferred kind of chocolate milk on tomorrow's page. Uh, <laughs> we-